0: We want to welcome you today to the Blessing from the Valley podcast with your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. Join Pastor Brandon as he takes a new look at the old book, The Bible. I want to thank you for joining us today uh, for the Blessing from the Valley podcast. This is your host, Pastor Mark Brandon, hoping you are having a wonderful day today. And uh, we are delighted that you have chosen to join us for this podcast. And we hope and pray that it will be a great encouragement to you. Now, on the last podcast, we were just dealing with keeping and maintaining our church relationships, how important that is. And so... We looked in Acts chapter 2, and we're going to continue to look there today. But I want you to think about it. Relationships are what life is really all about. Uh, More important than the balances of our bank accounts, it's the value of our relationships with what our family, our friends, and, of course, our church family. And so I want to deal with the maintaining and balancing and having great relationships within our church family. So very important. And so uh, there's no other factor in life. That will produce more stress, more fulfillment, uh, will arouse more joy or more sorrow than what happens in our relationship. So we were looking in Acts chapter 2 and I think we can find some principles here that will help us to continue to maintain our relationships with our church family. The Bible says in verse 41 in the book of Acts chapter 2, Then they that gladly received his word were baptized and the same day they were added unto them about 3,000 souls. They continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. Then the Bible says down here verse 44, and all that believed were together and had all things common. And then verse 46, and they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people and the lord added to the church daily as such should be saved. So we talked about on the last podcast the uh, interesting and how encouraging it is to be a part of a local church family. Why? It gives you an opportunity to form genuine friendships. It enables us to bear each other's burdens. Uh, we can build a prayer network. Then it also enables us to serve the lord together. We're support, we can support the work of god and through the ministries of our local church. And so there's just so many great uh you know, advantages of being a part, maintaining our relationships in the church. And so we've talked to you about this at length on the last podcast, but let me give you a couple of things we find here in verse 42, we find a very interesting word. It's called continued. And, uh, if we're going to have the right kind of relationship, maintain them in our church family, then we have to continue. In other words, we've got to stick around. Uh, we've got to stick with them thick, thin, you know, through the storms, through the sunny days, uh, we must be committed, and uh, that's what it means to be steadfast. You know, we live in a day where so many people do not like commitments, but if we're going to de- develop, maintain, and strengthen our relationships, then listen, we've got to stick around. We've got to be steadfast at it. Sadly, commitment to any relationship seems to be the thing of the past, but it should not be for the Christian. so we should be steadfast. The Bible used the word continued. Then I want you to notice this. They were committed to God's word. Verse 42 said they were steadfast in the doctrine. Now, what we believe is the glue in which holds us together. It's the common denominator. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Uh, what we believe we are going to teach. Uh, what we believe will affect our behavior. Someone says, well, it doesn't really matter what you believe. You can just be friends. Well, that would be tough <laughs> because uh, what's amazing about the church is there are so many different kinds of people in a church family. Uh, Think about it. There's different tastes. There's different likes. There's different dislikes. There's different hobbies. Uh, People are raised differently. Uh, Some are from the north. Some are from the south. And so there's all of these differences in a church family. So what is our common denominator? I believe the, the early church got it right. It's what we believe. It's our common denominator. It is the glue and which enables us to have and to build on the right kind of relationships, friendships, and to maintain uh, our healthy church relationships. So the glue is what? It's the same philosophy, what we believe. And, you know, uh, you ought to yoke up and belong to a church that you believe what they teach, their body of doctrine. You know, um, look, I'm here at Tiftonia Baptist Church. If I didn't believe what we taught here I wouldn't be here. Uh, so we we believe in the a doctrine, what we believe. And of course, you know, we would consider ourselves biblicists. You know, we believe that the Bible is our sole authority for our faith and our practice. Uh, you know, and if I didn't believe that, then I certainly wouldn't be here. And so we need to understand we've got to be committed to God's word. Our relationships can be built on truth. They can be maintained and strengthened by truth. And by the way, Uh, The Word of God has so much to say on how we are to love and to treat other people, especially those of the household of faith. Uh, You know, we live in a day where everybody is running around trying to get uh, counsel about marriage and relationships and, you know, the people that God has put in our life. Well, We have to understand we need to go to the founder or the creator of this institution. And by the way, I believe God instituted the home. He performed the first marriage in the book of Genesis. Uh, We know that he created, and his idea of the church is his idea. Church did not originate with man. God is the founder of the church. and So if we're going to get the right counsel and the right instruction on how to behave and maintain and develop the friendships within the church, then we should look to the word of God. And so we ought to be committed to the Word of God. Not only should we be steadfast, we ought to be committed to God's Word, but we also should be committed together together. You know, the Bible says here in verse 42, uh, they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayer. So they met together. Uh, they, they, They came together. Now, We uh, think about a great attack, I believe, on the church as we've already faced it. We've seen it here in America. But, you know, other people in other countries, they have to face it every day. I mean, you think about if you live in a communist country and you're a Christian. Well, then if they're going to obey God, then they're going to have to still gather and meet together. And they put themselves at risk every time they do it. But when we talk about this early church and thinking about, you know, us meeting as a church family, yes, at our church we have a Sunday school at 10 o'clock Sunday morning, Sunday evening, and Wednesday. Now, that's when we gather together um, to worship here in our church building uh, four times a week. But, you know, there are so many other activities that goes on throughout the week. And so we should be fellowshipping, worshiping, praying together, staying connected, and by the way, it's just like any other relationship, it can grow uh, separate. It can, it's easily to grow apart. And so we've got to maintain. So how do you do that? Well, you stick together. You stay committed to one another, but then you're committed to God's word, but then you have to be around. You've got to be faithful to, to get together, to join, to to gather together. And again, most people talk about just the church services. Yes, I think that's a give me. Uh, the church services should be a time that we should uh, every every time that our church opens for public worship then we ought to make a decision to be there why because we want to gather together we want to maintain our relationships uh, with one another we want to uh, get encouraged we want to help bear one another's burdens and we can't do that if we're never together so it's just very simple but we see that this is being attacked today you know um we're told that hey, you're, you're the church so you don't have to be a part of the church. Well, that's not really true. Uh, you know I've heard people say, "Well I am the church. well, that's true. but you know, the people in the early church, they gathered together, they met together, uh, they prayed together, they broke bread together, uh, they worshiped together, they taught and, and heard preaching together. So it's so very important we've got to be committed together together. And then I want you to notice this, they had to be committed to godly conduct. In verse 42, the Bible says this, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. The Bible says they had all things in common. You know, they prayed together. They broke bread together. Uh, By the way, that was the Lord's Supper. They also had meals together. Uh, So what is the significance? See, these relationships should be about each one being strengthened and the other in their spiritual walk. If you have a true friend, it's someone that's trying to strengthen you to come closer, to get closer to Jesus. There's no doubt about it. A good friend or a good family member is one who cares enough to confront us if we need to be confronted. A good friend or family member is one who cares enough to challenge us and yes, even correct us. Now, we don't like that, but uh, by the way, we need it. And so let me give you a word of encouragement. If you're going to correct someone, make sure you do it with a humble, sincere attitude and spirit and let them know you're doing this, something you don't enjoy doing, but you do it because you love them. And you know what? I have people in my life that has done me that way and has humbly corrected me and because they love me. And so these are just some of the benefits, some of the reasons and some of the characteristics of how we can maintain and strengthen our church relationships. Because I want to tell you, Belonging to a church family is so very important today. And if you're not involved and you're not a part of a good, strong local church, then I ask you this question. Why not? Uh, By the way, to be a part of a local church, you need to be saved. You need to know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. And when you're a Christian, you ought to be fellowshipping with other Christians. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. thank you for listening today. Our prayer is that this episode was a great encouragement to you, and we invite you to join us again next time for the blessing from the valve.